My experience with Fabtech started many years ago when I was just a welding instructor and started going to different networking things here at Fabtech and it just kind of exploded my career. So yeah, I would say Fabtech played an integral role in the development of my career. I mean, I'll also shout out weld.com. 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 So weld.com is a resource for anybody that's in the weld uh, industry. There's actually an app out now. You go to your, your app store. The positivity and the ability to learn from others online by just snapping a picture and putting it in this app that's specifically designed for welders is, it's a resource this, this arena has been missing for a long time. Welcome to Making Sparks, the podcast where we ignite your passion for metal fabrication and fuel your business success. Join industry leaders and dive deep into the world of metalworking. From business insights to tips of the trade, Making Sparks is your forge of knowledge. During each episode, discover success stories, innovative solutions, and expert interviews that light the path to business growth. Subscribe today and grow and improve your company and let's make sparks fly together. Welcome back to the Making Sparks podcast. I'm Casey. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Matthew Nix. We're here live at Fabtech 2023. Um, and we're actually going to talk about a little bit in this episode about some of the benefits that fabrication companies can find if they come and attend a conference like Fabtech. So Matthew, I'm going to let you kind of take away a little bit about what you think about Fabtech. Yeah, I've been coming for quite a while. Uh, first time we went to Fabtech, it was out in Vegas. So, you know, we I was in my early 20s. I mean, a couple of my brother and I went a couple of, uh, you know, 20 something year olds, a work trip to Vegas. I mean, pretty easy sell, right? So, but no, all joking aside, when we first started going, we couldn't afford any of the equipment here. So it's like, why would you go to see all this big fancy equipment if you couldn't afford anything here? And we actually were planning to buy our first CNC plasma table and knew we were going to have to buy a used table. Uh, but we decided to go to the show anyways, one, because it was Vegas and why not? But two, uh, we figured what better way to learn about all the equipment that's out there, even if you're going to buy used, than to get to see it all in person, talk to the manufacturers. And we actually found a manufacturer we really liked, bought a used piece of equipment, and then later had that manufacturer retrofit it for us. So uh, that's a pretty simple, tangible reason to come, but there's a lot more than that. So, Hey, Metalworking Nation, Jason Zenger here. Do you know I operate on NetSuite, the ERP when you need one source of truth for all of your data, your CRM, your accounting, your operations, everything. If this is you, you should know these three numbers, 36,000, 25, and 1. 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage your risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com chips. 
That's netsuite.com slash chips to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash chips. Do it now. What do you think about like networking opportunities? Like, you know, this is only my second Fabtech I've ever been to. I'm I'm a little bit different. I'm not, I'm not a fabrication company owner and you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a service provider for fabrication companies. Um, and I'm blown away by like when you, like just one of the things I think is like when you walk through and you just see all these people that you, you see in the publications or you walk through and you, you find, uh, just, all the variety of booths here and how, how big I don't, I don't I'm so Massive. surprised how big this place is yeah, you get your uh, exercise but what, what about like just like networking opportunities here yeah I mean people when they hear networking I think a lot of people sort of at least I do get kind of turned off at the idea of networking but you know I mean just bumping the you might sit sit next to somebody on the the bus ride from the hotel over here. It's really interesting, and you never know. They might end up being a customer, or might just lead you. They might have saw a supplier yesterday, and you're you're talking like we're we're actually shopping for robotic welding right now. It's a really hot topic of ours, and I might bump into somebody that says, "Oh, you need to go over and see so and so. You know, they're great." And you just you got to be in the place where the people are. And I always say the best networking happens at the hotel bar after the conference. I mean, that's that's where it's really at. Be thoughtful about the hotel you pick all joking aside like uh we've learned to you know we're pretty frugal about our hotels we share rooms as you know (laughs) but we'll spend a little extra and be you know be in one of the hotels that's attached to the the convention uh to be where all the other people are you know that's if you're going to meet people and and network you got to be where they're at that's awesome that's awesome um i will say you, you mentioned something about uh possibly you know network with someone like on the shuttle because all you know these these places are Fabtech's always in like a bigger city, so you're always shuttled over there, right? And I will say, last year, one of the only pieces of business that I landed was a guy I, I sat with on a really crowded shuttle. He goes, what do you do? I said, I make videos. He goes, well, some, he said, some other guy came up to me and talked to me about videos. He's like, tell me more. Why, why are you guys here talking about videos? And I kind of told him everything, and he asked for a business card, and sure enough, you know, we actually did a video for him. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is cool. You know what I just realized? We forgot... The most important section of the show. No, a dad joke. The dad joke. We can't we can't do a making sparks series without a dad joke. Alright, I got another one. This is one off the top of my head because I had one written in my, my phone. My phone's over there charging. So alright. What did the horse say to the person that lives next to him? Howdy neighbor. <laughs> All right, the one before was was better. You have to. You this have to, one, this that was a Casey original. Actually, I came so up. So we're uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It adds up. Uh, yeah, so you're on the theme with the the animal dad jokes today. So all right, so, well, I gotta bust out that dad joke book sometime. Stay, stay tuned for next episode. Casey will redeem himself with the the dad joke. But all right, so back to back to Fabtech. So we're talking about reasons why you should come to Fabtech, or just. Uh, a trade show or conference in general. I, I I think another thing that people don't think about, and this is in any 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 industry, but definitely here at Fabtech um, that I've felt again just today walking around is the energy. Like like sometimes you, you get burnt out at yeah. your work, and, yeah. and be able to mix it up and go to a conference. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, can you can you speak yeah. to that a little bit? Yeah, I mean it motivates us. You know, we we are very intentional about investing in technology and in our industry. If you're not doing that, you're going to get left behind. But it is so easy, you know, when you're back in the grind every day and and the numbers and the financials, you know, and and you can just, 
uh, you can let that sort of take over your emotional uh, position on purchasing or not purchasing. And I mean, of course, it's a balance, but they all, the, the team likes to joke like when Matthew goes to these shows, it's like, oh, God, look out. And they tease the CFO about get the checkbook ready. But uh, in all seriousness, like you, like you said, I mean, you need that energy and, and uh, you come here and you just energize to reinvest. Like when I'm at the show, I mean, I don't care what the ROI is like. This is badass. We need this, you know, and then you go back and you figure it out. And there's some some balance between the two. But, yeah, if you if you if you never come and, and see what's going on and you see that there's a better way to do things like, man, we, we've got to step up our game. And, and yeah, so the energy is awesome. And I always I learn something new, even if I'm not looking at this particular piece of equipment, we learn something new every year. Do you, if, if you're a fabrication business um, and you're thinking about coming to like Fabtech or another conference, uh, should you have a goal in mind when you go there? Like, should you say, all right, you know, I'm going here mainly just to just learn what's out there or should they have a goal of like, all right, we obviously you want maybe have a goal if you're going to buy a piece of equipment, have like a financial goal. Like if we are not spending more than this or we're going to look, we're going to research and stuff. Like what are some goals that like you guys think about? Cause I know that like, like even this week, uh, there's going to be some Knicks team members here just looking yeah. around there. I'm yeah. sure they have some goals, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're a really structured, regimented person like that, like you, I've learned that, like you, you wanted to know exactly what time we were going to go to lunch today. <laughs> and I just sort of go with the flow. So no, I don't necessarily have rigid goals, but I guess you might uh, want to do that. And, but, but yeah, I mean, we'll have certain focus areas. Like again, like I said, right now, we're really focused on robotic welding. So, uh, I was kind of scoping out early this morning. I was texting them, Hey, make sure you go here, make sure you go there. But maybe not so much a goal, but like a strategy that we've used is day one, we'll just walk the whole show. If you stop and talk to people, I mean, you'll get so bogged down and you just can't. This thing's massive. You can't cover it. So what we try to do is day one, just walk the show and just take, you know, scan the land. Knocked my mic over. Scan the landscape. Uh, jot down some notes, want to go back there, want to go back there, and then kind of narrow the list down to, you know, five to ten booths you want to go back. And then on day two, because usually I do two days at these shows. I mean, you, you could certainly do do more or less, but that seems to work. On day two, then we'll go have meaningful conversations with those folks uh, and really spend that, you know, day two focused on that. Uh, otherwise, if if you don't have a strategy, day one, you stop and you have good conversations with four or five people and you don't make it through the show, uh, so anyways, that's not really a goal, but more of a strategy we've deployed. Yeah, that's kind of what I was I was looking for there. Um, you talked about earlier, like some of the conversations you have afterwards, like in the hotel lobby. But like for real, like, um, you know, I'm a guy. It's weird. I'm an outgoing person. But one of the things I'm not good at is like going to dinner with people that I don't really know. Maybe, you know, well, we're going like, to do that tonight. I know. Uh, and I'm not good at like I ask, you know, Alex, the guy behind the camera today, he always asked me to go to lunch during, you know office hours and stuff like you know let's go get lunch and i'm like i just want to go buy me a subway sandwich and sit and you know watch my youtube or do some work while i'm sitting at desk uh do you have any advice well it's getting you out of your comfort zone that's not all bad yeah so 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 what's the question so the question is basically like uh you know should people kind of maybe plan that like you're not just at these conferences for during during conference hours You, you may be doing stuff after the conference right well, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and your vendors will, the vendors have after hours events, you know, people you buy equipment from, people you buy materials from, uh, they're going to want to take you out or, or they have happy hours they're hosting. Yeah. Go to, go to the happy hour, get a free beer and, and you're going to bump into somebody. That's awesome. What, uh, what's your favorite thing so far? Fab, Fabtech 2023. What's your favorite thing you've seen? 
I mean, it doesn't even have to be a piece of equipment. Well, I mean, like, what's like, what's something that stood out to you? I'll tell you what I stood out to me. I, I want to hear what you stood out to you. Yeah, man, you stumped me. You know, I haven't got around the show very much yet today. Today's our first day here, but uh, I, I tell you what stood out to me. I'll just stay on the same theme of robotic welding I've been on because that's kind of what my mind's been focused on. What has stood out to me hasn't been any one booth or any one product. It's just the vastness um, of the robotic welding section here. I remember coming here five or six years ago, and it was a tiny percentage of, of what it is. Today, it fills up a huge hall. I mean, it's just the, the, the robotic welding technology is advancing so fast. Uh, they're using cobots now in welding. And so for those of you that aren't familiar with cobots, uh, you know, cobot uh, robot isn't um, doesn't have to be programmed, you know, using conventional programming methods. You can actually train or teach the robot. You can move it along a path. Um, it's using AI now. They've got, um, you know, video where it's actually the cameras are, are seeing what's going on, a lot of different sensory, but uh, the technology is just moving so fast. And, you know, conventionally, uh, robotics was thought of in a high volume, a low variability part mix and the barriers to that are being reduced greatly you know that's one reason why we haven't introduced robotic welding yet is because we're a high variability low low part volume yes, shop we're a job shop and there's probably a lot of job shops uh listening here and, and can relate to what i'm saying and uh you know now i mean the the uh the, the volume you need to run to justify a cobot, a self-training cobot, or some of the others out there is, is a game changer. And so we're really interested in a lot of that. And there's just so it's, it's overwhelming how much is here. I think so. That's what stuck out to me is like, uh, some of our uh, vice, a couple of our vice presidents of operations are coming later in the week. And it's like, I don't even know where to start, you know, to, to take it all in. So. Hey, metalworking nation, Jason Zenger here. I want to tell you about Palo Alto networks. They offer zero trust for OT without the PTSD. Keeping operational technology secure and running smoothly is a tall order. It's enough to make the coolest operations director wake up with night sweats, and we don't want that. Zero Trust OT Security delivers comprehensive visibility and security for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. The Palo Alto Network Solution provides exceptional OT protection with over 1,100 app IDs for OT protocols, over 500 profiles for critical OT assets, and over 650 OT-specific threat signatures supported. It provides best-in-class security while simplifying OT security management. It sees and protects everything in the network, and it automates threat detection while implementing zero trust across all operations. We know right now that security at manufacturing companies is critical, and you need to take action on this. So sleep better with the most comprehensive platform to detect, manage, and secure OT assets. Learn how the Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust for OT Security Solution can achieve 351% ROI over five years. To learn more, find the link in the description or visit paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com. I'll say what stood out to me. Also, actually, me and Alex were walking through just a little while ago, and we—I actually said that. I go, it's crazy how many robotics are through here. And I was just thinking about that because I was like, I, you know, me being the guy that's on the outside looking in, I'm like, how can these all do different things? You know. So that's that. I think I think that's pretty unique. But for me, it's it's the 
uniqueness of each booth out here now. Like we're, I'm literally looking at a thing that says experience virtual welding, you know, like that's what stood out to me this year was like all these cool, like booths, the way people are using their marketing, like the, like, like colors and stuff to get your attention. And like, I, I saw one where it was like, get rid of black is like, get rid of black boogers, you know? And, yeah. and I, I found out it was, it's a literally a rest, I guess you call it a respirator filter. Filter for your that notes. goes in your nostrils. It goes in your nostrils. Yeah. Like, That's so cool. for somebody that grew up in a welding shop that fixed farm equipment and crawled around running a seven inch hand grinder in a semi trailer, uh, I can definitely relate to having black boogers. Yeah. I don't know how I would like those things up my nostrils, but I. Back in the day, I would have been willing to try those. I think, I, I don't know, that's, that's probably the most unique product I've seen. And I've, I'm like you, I haven't really walked around too much, but yeah, cool. Hey everyone, it's Sparks of Knowledge time. I'm Adam Schmidt with ProFab Alliance, and today we're going to be talking about CRMs. I would venture to say that not many fabrication shops or, or even machine shops out there are using a CRM system. So a CRM is a customer resource management. Compare it to your material out in the shop. You know, how much easier is it if you have an inventory management system? Well, a CRM does the exact same thing with your customers. So to start out, you need to develop your expectations. What type of data do you want to get out of your CRM? You may just want to know what's my weekly sales volume and let me know, you know, when when I need to follow up with this customer. You know, so many shops out there, they'll get a request for a quote, they'll provide an estimate send it to the customer and then that's it. Six months down the road, that customer calls and say, hey, I, I need this done. If you have a CRM, you can prompt yourself, hey, remind me to follow up with this customer in about, let's say two months. The last thing I would wanna say is just trust it. You know, we put in that two month due date, just forget it, you know? Trust the CRM, it's gonna remind you. And overall, that's gonna alleviate a lot of the anxieties and stress of everything that you're trying to carry on your shoulders. So let the CRM do what it does best. So we've been talking about benefits of coming to FabTech and obviously we've had Miranda walking around trying to grab people to come talk to us. Um, and so we actually got someone here. I'll let Matthew kind of introduce her. Yeah, super pumped to have Stephanie here. <laughs> She's right across the aisle from us. I recognized her this morning because I was at a, another conference last year and you were there as well. Oh, Stephanie you. is the face of the American Welding Society. Yeah. And she's a spokesperson for them. And so glad to have you here. And she's going to just talk to us a little bit about her experience with FabTech and maybe why why you think people should come to FabTech. Yeah. So uh, my experience with FabTech started many years ago when I was just a welding instructor. And I started getting involved uh, with the American Welding Society back then as a welding instructor and started going to different networking things here at FabTech. Um, and it just kind of exploded my career. So um, within, I guess, probably four or five FabTechs, I, I networked myself around enough that the AWS approached me to come work for them. And then through that, I ended up getting YouTube channels and Netflix shows. And yeah, you, yeah you've actually so, had a Netflix show. Yeah. So that I, was, and that was... Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Netflix show is called Metal Shop Masters. Uh, it's me, my, uh, it's myself, Joe Coy, uh, the comedian, and then uh, David Madero. We host the show, and it's kind of a metal art competition show. I'm a pipe welder by trade. I've yep. been in you the told world. me earlier yeah. today that you were crawling around in the, the pipes yeah. in a chemi chemical plant <laughs> yeah. at one time. So yeah. believe it or not, so, this yeah. lady was crawling yeah, around so in a chemical plant. Yes, I did that for a long time. And... Uh, 
I don't know, I was there to be the content expert there and talk about all things welding related, though got edited out significantly because it, apparently it was going to alienate too much of the, po the population that was you watching it. You were being too it, technical. Apparently. I mean, I work for the AWS. What do you expect, right? So, um, so yeah, I would say Fabtech played an integral role in the development of my career. And it was networking. You mentioned networking. Yeah, we actually just talked about that. So yeah. I think a lot of people in our industry, when they hear networking, they're kind of like, ooh, yeah. you know, like I would we're say, not doing the yeah. speed dating stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, the I, show, the show floor itself, it's kind of networking, but it's different. Yeah. It's the after hours networking. That's, that's what we said earlier. Yeah. 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 I know you, you got to get going here soon, but what is like one benefit? Like we're talking to like fabrication shops, probably smaller ones, maybe a little bit bigger. Owners, one, leaders of yeah. shops. Um, why? Like if they've never been to Fabtech, why should they? Why should they come to a conference like Fabtech? One, there's a ton of fantastic business related seminars that they host here for people who are trying to expand their markets um, but also it talks a lot about what's new up-and-coming trends how is some of this new technology like cobots for instance for that small to medium fabrication shop yep. how are you going to be able to implement them and then creating those connections with the people selling those products and being able to firsthand see multiple of these products being kind of used in yep. kind of real-life simulations um, and actually see the usability of it. You can cut through a lot of the BS yes. pretty quick. Yeah, a little bit yeah. faster than having to like shop on the internet and get a whole, wait yeah. for somebody to call you back yeah. and this and that. So, um, you know, I'm a former business owner myself. I own a fabrication yep. company and a welding school. So, you know, coming to these types of things, this is this is where you're going to meet those those people who are going to help save your ass, you know, when yep. that job comes up that you need you need some help with. Yeah, because you know? yeah, a lot of times it's just as much about the support and the maintenance of the machines. Oh, yeah as their performance yeah. and everything's going to have issues at some time and you can meet people here at the show and really get a sense of who they are and you know yeah. are they going to be the kind of people that are, stand behind their product yeah yeah definitely so stephanie we're going to let you go but first maybe tell the listeners how they could follow along with you i, I know you, you obviously you're probably on different social media platforms or any, anywhere that you want want them to kind of check out what you do and, and things like that yeah so i have um instagram and linkedin I have a new Instagram thing since selling my companies, um, and it's just my name, Stephanie Hoffman. I'm pretty easy to find, so <laughs> awesome. nothing too fancy. Well, right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks, thank guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Right. Well, too bad, was it? No, that was great. So we just heard from Stephanie. I think that was kind of lucky that uh, Matthew, th speaking of networking, he actually went and talked to her earlier to kind of learn a little bit about her, and he was like, man, we should have her on the podcast. And uh, Actually, Adam Schmidt, he walked over to talk to her, believe it or not. He wanted to learn about, uh, what is it called? The welding simulator. For experience virtual welding? Virtual welding, yeah. He, he wanted to do virtual welding. He actually uh, beat me in the virtual welding contest, believe it or not. So uh, <laughs> he's a better virtual welder than I I'm challenging him to a true welding duel, though. So that's how we ended up over there. But yeah, and so we, and I recognized her from last year at the show. And oh, we got somebody else. Oh, we got another guest. <laughs> hey, we, we got a, hang on. We, we got. You're the guy hooting and I hollering over there. I'm the loud mouth of the We're trying to do a podcast over and here. Couldn't hear over me. Yeah, here, right, have I'll a seat. I'll sit. So we're we're recording. We're making sparks. By the way, hi, I'm Matthew. I'm Chris. This is Casey. I'm Casey. Casey. I like your mustache. Thank you very much. So we're reporting recording a podcast episode about why people should come to Fabtech. Okay. I, apparently you're over here hooting and hollering. I am, so absolutely. You got to tell us why. Why were you hooting and hollering? Why, why would you? Yeah. So, you know, I'm actually a, a weld instructor, so I like to come here and network. Um, I always run into people and business owners that, that I know, uh, some that I don't know, I get to network, and then the students end up with the benefit of that because they're like, hey, we have stuff we want to donate. Okay, I will absolutely accept that. 
Uh, I got to participate in a $20 weld competition, and I randomly won a drawing for this fancy op trail hood. So nice. that's why I was hooting and hollering. My random number 47 was drawn, and I got a free weld hood out of it. Nice. So I'm not going to... Better I love the energy. I love the energy. Something man. <laughs> cool that you said is we we we've been talking just me and Matthew here about the benefits of FabTech and the probably the number one we've talked about is networking. We talked to two other people, or one other person. They talked about networking. You mentioned it. Uh, what are some other benefits that you've seen coming to FabTech? Oh, I mean, one you learn new stuff every time you come out here. Uh, there's no way any one person can know every piece of new technology that you're going to see when you show up. So even if you stay abreast of all the newest stuff that's out there, you're going to come here and still see something or somebody that, that you've never seen before. Right. I mean, I got to sit down with somebody with a handlebar mustache. Yes, I mean, that's I, right. And, he, and he's getting to be on a podcast at Fabtech, which is kind of right. weird. <laughs> I mean, I also shout out Weld.com. 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 So, How'd I mean, you get that? So... I mean, y'all heard me shouting from over there, right? I'm not exactly a shy person. Uh, one of my hobbies is I like to get into acting. I've done theater, stage, TV, film, a little bit of everything. So I get to pair my passion for welding, the one thing I'm qualified to talk to anybody about, with my desire to be in front of people, in front of this, the camera, uh, and really showcasing an industry that I'm passionate about. Awesome. So what's Weld.com? So Weld.com is a resource for anybody that's in the Weld uh, industry. There's actually an app out now. You go to your, your app store, whichever one it is, you search Weld, and it's going to pull up a social media app that is like Facebook, except none of the negativity. Like my favorite part about the app is that there's literally nobody on there to tear you down. If you ask a question, could be what you consider the dumbest question ever. You're going to get industry experts, uh subject matter experts, people that have been doing this a long time, and other people that are just learning. They get to learn from your question as well as you get positive feedback on all this stuff. Uh, people can post just pictures of whatever it is they're working on, art, uh, whether they're working in the industry. Um, there is a, a job market, so you can go on their job boards and see if there's something you know job-related in your area. Uh, you can sell your gear. You know, you, you're making art, you're making knives, whatever it is, you can go right into the app and you can sell your stuff through there. But the, awesome. the positivity and the ability to learn from others online by just snapping a picture and putting it in this app that's specifically designed for welders is, I mean, it, it's a resource this, this arena has been missing for a long time. Oh okay, my see, God. I think we I'm, just, I, we, just awesome. summed, <laughs> we just summed up right why you should come to Fabtech because we, we just literally learned. just pulled him, somebody from our team pulled him out of the aisle to sit down next to us. We're trying to add value. We're trying to help fabricators grow or improve their shop. We just learned about an app that yeah. we didn't even know about. So you can go to YouTube and search weld.com. And, you know, there's really a handful of good sources of information on YouTube. Uh, WeldTube, um, Jody's Welding Tips and Tricks, and weld.com have really been these resources that even you know, if you're just starting out in your garage and you don't have access to a class, you just have your hobbyist level machine, you're going to get support from people that you can ask any question in the world. Yeah, we get to make videos on this stuff. And then, again, you go into the app and there's uh, premium content. You can literally have a full educational experience just from the app. Now, you're never going to be able to learn without actually being hands-on with the weld equipment, but you can front load all that knowledge. If you're an instructor like me and you're like, hey, maybe I don't have enough resources, where can I get more? You go over to weld.com, you go download the app, and now you have this plethora of videos, uh, you have documented information, and you can go back and actually check the sources on this information as well. There's a, 
uh, weld setting calculator right in the pocket. So, you know, it, it really is a one-stop shop for all things welding. Hey, Nick, thanks for sending me that shop tour video that you just did. That was great. Yeah, you know, I got the idea from one of my customers, and they told me that when they have a prospect visit their shop for a tour, they have an over 90% close rate. Well, you know, with all of these supply chain problems, people are setting up new vendors all the time. Why not send them one of those videos instead? Yeah, it was great. The ThomasNet team helped me. They sent somebody to my facility and they were able to kind of capture a shop tour without it being in person. So you can check that out on my ThomasNet profile, Advanced Machine and Engineering or Hennig. We actually had two of them done. That's great. And I talked to ThomasNet about this and they said that they can send a camera with short notice anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. And when you go to ThomasNet, you can engage with a half a million suppliers, 78,000 categories of products, and every month they have 1.5 million buyers searching out suppliers. And videos are a great way for people to find out about your facility. Yeah, and it's really easy to sign up. You just go to the website, thomasnet.com, and a few clicks and you'll be right there. So go to business.thomasnet.com slash programs, and that'll take you directly to sign up for one of their videos. That's business.thomasnet.com slash programs. Cool stuff, man. Well, thanks for... Uh, Thank you so much you for sitting down very welcome with us. I appreciate, I appreciate the it, opportunity. Yeah, yeah, so uh, we'll uh, hang around here. We'll connect with you so we yeah, can... Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to give you a business card. Or I do indeed. Yeah. Link, are you on LinkedIn? I am. Well, I'll have to connect on LinkedIn. Um, here's, I'm, like, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a business card right now because right. I printed off with the just connect me on LinkedIn. Sweet. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I mainly, I mainly just want you to scan that, but you can, you can also He's look me up on that. Insta, Insta and TikTok, the shibby welder. I just want to connect with you because now I'm, I'm literally what you said, Matthew, the, the whole goal uh, of this podcast is to bring value to fabrication, business owners, fabricators, things like that. And, uh, you just answered a lot of questions. A lot of people on how do they, they should ask for you. Yeah, that's me. All right, so uh, <laughs> we uh, we'll wrap this up yeah. so we can go, go yeah, have, so, have some uh, food and some beers. Yeah, so I'm just going to say that's a good way to wrap it up. Uh, we, we had two great little short interviews with people, and uh, um, I'm having a blast here at Fabtech 2023. Matthew, what, how are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. I'm ready for some food and a beer. All right, so All we're right. going to wrap up. So make sure you guys share and follow, uh, follow our, our podcast, uh, Making Sparks. Uh, share it on social media. Um, Review us, rate us, you know. Let, let other people know about it. If if you're listening to it for the first time, share it with others. Yeah. Uh, Casey, uh, you want to wrap us up here? How do we end the show? You wrap it up. If you're not making sparks. You're not making money. Bam. <laughs> All right.